Hey gang, welcome to the 13th episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast. From everyone at Epilogue, we hope you enjoyed your weekend. I'm Ben Vollmer, and this week, as always, I'm joined by Marcos Carmona and Dakota Trammell. How are you guys doing this week? And what is Fantastic. You... Good, good. Oh, yeah, that, that was a resounding fantastic. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dakota, how have you been? I've been okay. Been okay? Yeah, no, no, yeah. same, same. Um, I, I want, I want it to get a little better, uh, by asking you what, what you've been playing this week. Me? Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was very unclear about that. <laughs> I, I've been playing Prey a lot, actually. I've been playing a lot of Prey. You were just streaming it. Yeah, I was. I was just streaming it. It's... So... Let well, me well, ask good. you something. Let me ask you something because we we just we had to reset the podcast for full disclosure. We had to reset the podcast, and it we was got, my fault. It's okay, Marcos. It's okay. We no, nope, it's it's not okay. God, we, let's just go. We, go, time to go. We've all been, <laughs> we've all been <laughs> been the the reason for a podcast reset at some point or another. But I did want to I did want to say we were having a conversation about praise sales. Uh, and one of the things that we, we noticed is that it, it didn't seem to sell super well at the beginning. Did we get confirmation that Prey is actually like considered to be a well-selling game at this point? Uh, I, I skimmed most of the articles cause I was trying to be quick. Yeah. Um, but in the UK, I only have, I only know a lot of stuff referenced the UK charts. Don't know why the UK charts of all I know. I, I noticed that too. I wonder why. Um, I don't care about the UK charts, but it actually was one of Arkham. It topped the UK charts above Mario Kart. Okay. Uh, so that, um, that's pretty like good. Like the second week of its release. So it actually topped Mario Kart? Yeah, because that was the game it was up against. That's, How it was, dare. Uh, it was, up, it was um, <laughs> Mario Kart 8 from the Wii U for the oh, Switch. Oh, for the Wii U. Oh. No, no, no. No, oh, but it was the, for Mario the Kart Switch. 8 Deluxe. Right. Yeah. That makes oh, more sense. From the Wii U. For the switch okay that's impressive because i remember people talking but about how still, well that game sold which i feel like i don't know how i there was no like definitive numbers and it was very hard to find some yeah welcome um, to trying to figure out game sales that for some reason they're weird. like super super covert what companies tend to do is they talk about how many copies they've shipped they're like oh like we there was actually an article out this month and i think marcos shared it with us in our little podcast news page that, yeah. Uh, Capcom had shipped seven million and a half copies of Monster Hunter, but nobody knows how many they've sold. Like, obviously, a lot. Like, you're not just shipping copies to do it, but nobody knows how many they've sold. It's just, oh, they've they've shipped seven million and a half. So, do they even like disclose digital sales? Is that a thing? That I don't. Do? I don't think so. I think that um, what is the oh I should I forget VGN is it VGN? Um, there, no, the NPDs. The NPD sales are, which has a really weird acronym, or it whatever it stands for is is not what you'd think. Um, it's <laughs> right. it's uh, it it includes digital sales, but only in specific circumstances. So not all of them. It's almost like the Nissan ratings for TV. How they'll like they'll they'll count live episode viewings, but they won't count DVR viewings or I don't know mm. if it's still that way, but it used to be. Or playbacks. So it's, yeah, it's it's all very odd. It's very odd. I don't know why there hasn't been a better science to it yet, but I mm. feel like it and now this is just some, um, I don't know, 
it's a conspiracy theory. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like, because, you know, when you have movies, they usually say, this is the budget for the movie. This is how much they made in the box offices. Right. Um, and so they never disclose how much their budgets are for games either. And I've never seen anything discuss like, the average game budget. That's such a good point. And I actually was astonished. I didn't include this in our newsfeed, but we can talk about it. Um, the developers behind Kingdom Come Deliverance, uh, they announced that they spent, I want to say, $35 million making that game. $35 Whoa. million. And that seemed, that seemed like a lot to me, but apparently most AAA titles are, are much more than that. So, That's crazy. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, now, when you consider 7.5 million copies being shipped, usually the number is about 50% developers slash publishers get about 50% or whatever. Um, I, I would think I would think that if you're selling seven million copies and that's you know at whatever fifty dollars a pop, then what it, you know you're making three hundred fifty million, right? So if you make half of that, that's one hundred seventy five million. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So that's if Capcom sold all those titles, that's that's insane. So if yeah. they had a budget of like fifty million or even a hundred million, they've well eclipsed that at this point. Chicks, I'm I'm thinking that you know they don't ever say how much their budget is, right. so maybe they're trying to like keep it a secret. Cause it's like, oh, we sold so many games, but if they don't tell you how much budget, mm -hmm. like how much the budget is, we don't ever really know how much they're exactly making. That's and a really so I think point. it's easier yeah. to keep people thinking, I need I need to pay sixty dollars for a game because if they actually released how much they made, people would be like, then why am I paying sixty dollars for this game? I could probably pay less for it. You guys Good don't point. need to charge so much. Right. It's just a conspiracy no, theory. No, I, I think, I, think I, I honestly think you're totally, totally right. I think that people they, might start questioning how much a know. game costs. Yeah, and we've sort of accepted this answer of like loot boxes and stuff as like, oh, AAA games can't exist without the, you know, the loot boxes. It's always the in-game purchases that keep games afloat. Like we keep hearing that rehearsed, but if they released a budget, we would know. <laughs> you know, we would be like, no, you're lying to us, or. Hey, they're telling yeah. the truth, and that's depressing. But like, either yeah, way, yeah, it's either. I think it's either it's one on the end of the spectrum or the other, and they just don't want us to know that game developers don't. We have this whole idea. It's like, oh, you guys make tons of money. You know, you have a budget this big. You guys probably make tons of money. Right. But that's not always the case. Like oh, YouTubers, sure. yeah. people always have this idea. Even like big YouTubers make tons and tons of money, but it's like they're sometimes some of them are just barely getting by. Right. Uh, so yeah, maybe it's just a, kind of a whole facade to seem bigger than they actually are. For sure. And to kind of keep that or it's to keep people from questioning it's, how much they're It's keeping the carrot at the end of the stick, almost. Yeah. Especially with things oh, like YouTube and, and Twitch. Like, as a Twitch streamer, a pretty, like, medium successful streamer, I would say that it's it's one of those things that Twitch does a really good job. Like, you're not even allowed to talk about how much money you make on Twitch, which is insane. Insane. Um, I, I presume that there is some sort of like covert code of ethics in the video game industry to do the same thing where it's like we don't talk about how much money these things make or don't make you know I mean, people in general don't usually just disclose how much they're making I don't know man I have a lot of friends that if, they, if they're making money they shout it from the rooftops I mean <laughs> that's, people... that's a different type of people I know I know some people you know like to be modest some people also have their pride I mean sure Honestly, I'm not. I'm. I'm somebody that doesn't mind being nosy and asking my coworkers, "Hey, how much are you guys getting paid?" Uh, so then I know if I'm being paid fairly or not. 
TV. I think I, I think know. that's totally reasonable. And I, I will say fair, yeah. I will say that I think in this particular case, it's a little dangerous for consumers that we have no idea how if we're being exploited or not. Like there's no there's no way for us to know. Um, of course, this is I mean, all I know off the cuff. I'm being exploited. And for all we know, there's like a really good way to tell how much money a game is making that none of the three of us are aware of. <laughs> but yeah, at some point you're gonna get an email saying you guys are so stupid, <laughs> don't even know how to calculate the sales of a video game. Well, I've honestly done I've done research into this because I love the NPDs. I love seeing which games are selling the best, but like I just have not found anything. But uh, returning back to the topic at hand, Marcus, what have we been playing this week? Uh, outside of my fighting game cycle, uh, Tales of Berseria. Which you finally beat. It. Yeah. it felt good. 90 hours. Um, also, the Kirby Star. <laughs> Casually Alex dropping demo. that number. <laughs> How many hours plus. it took. Yeah. So, wait, what, what was yeah. the last one? Kirby Star Allies. The oh, that's right. The demo. Oh. Yeah. I love it's Kirby. Adorable. It's fantastic. I played a little bit with Cynthia. It's really fun. Oh, cool. Have you ever, have either of you ever seen a, like the whole, I don't want to call it a controversy because that's not what it is. A Kirby the... controversy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you must drop some fan fiction. <laughs> no, Please it's uh, on the Japanese box covers of Kirby. Uh, he oh. always looks very friendly and happy and cute and, you know, a, a sweet oh. little boy. But on American box covers, they <laughs> always make him look angry. <laughs> yeah, the American Except way. The only difference—he's not angry. They, they just give him eyebrows. They, they give him brows. Yeah, except it's like to—he looks like determined. He looks a little mad. Looks like he's gonna mess someone up. <laughs> looks except like he's about to swallow recent... somebody whole and use yeah. their abilities to his advantage. I think the only one oh. that, that is the uh, Return of Dreamland. Yeah, I think it's like the newest ones, one. Just, yeah, they're they're that both doesn't level, have uh, it like that little uh, adorable but uh i mean when you look at kirby 64 uh the crystal shards yeah he he's not happy on the american n64 cartridge huh. which is so yeah i don't know i thought that was fun fact along with my no. uh, conspiracies fun fact <laughs> we need like a whole <laughs> we, we need a whole episode for conspiracy theories yes i've deemed it true oh uh, next week we're talking about our favorite video game conspiracy theories <laughs> oh <laughs> The collective sigh of all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a 42-hour uh, podcast. <laughs> except no. then you have that one weirdo that's like, oh, conspiracy theories. I'm, I'm that person. <laughs> Pulls his tinfoil hat on. <laughs> I'm ready. I've been preparing for this. Because um, the Mel Gibson of this podcast? Uh. The Mel Gibson of <laughs> Well, I you know thank Honestly, you for asking though. what I've been playing this week, guys. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> I'm more interested in Kirby. <laughs> I've I have I really haven't been playing anything. I honestly, this is the only week you'll probably ever hear me say this, but I've played Shadow of the Colossus, the remake, since we since we've talked. I did beat Mega Man Three, but I'm not sure if I had done that by last week. I think I had already. Uh, so we yeah, talked about it last week. Yeah, that's about it. That's literally all I've done. I've played. Uh, a few hours worth of Shadow of the Colossus. I streamed it. It was great. The remake is so gorgeous, and I'm really excited to finish it. it. Hoping to play some more of it tonight. Um, oh my god, just such a wonderful game. I it's was thinking you should You should do it. Yeah, yeah, I totally should. I was actually thinking this. Um, I was thinking about this earlier because we're going to be talking about our some some sequels that we would like to see, and I was wondering to myself if Shadow of the Colossus would be one but i'll wait i'll wait to finish that thought until a little later they've got some news to cover 
Not much though. Oh, not not much. But I think this first thing is the most interesting. Do you guys agree? The Sony and the Sony news is the most interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty interested because there are okay. some titles that. Are, ooh. Okay. All right. Well, we'll we'll see what uh, what you guys have to say. Sony Interactive announced uh, this week that it would be restructuring to focus on creating attractive and powerful first party games. Now, couple oh. things, couple things to keep in mind. This is six months after Microsoft said literally the exact same thing. This is also shortly after Nintendo has dominated the sales cycle for the last year or so with an abundance of first-party exclusives. So, so I I wanted to open the floor to both of you. We can start with Marcos. What is what what is Sony doing here? What what is the point of making this amount announcement now? They're saying that, hey, we're going to make things even better than they already are. I mean, I imagine that their first part tiles are some of the best. I would that, say probably, uh, yeah. For the last, yeah. Couple, the last couple of years, I would say Sony probably has, has the title. And announcing that they're, they're going to focus on making them even more beautiful. Uh, yeah, sign me up. It's, it's, it's hype. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know anything more than that. It's just them hyping us up for the upcoming titles that, are, that we're getting. I, I believe spider-man comes out soon well okay so this was actually like a a a message sent out to stockholders so the the thing that i want yeah this is something that we probably will not be seeing for another six years or probably for because most triple a titles take four to six years so when they say attractive and powerful i'm assuming they mean attractive for consumers to buy of course they'll be gorgeous they're you know they're playstation first party titles like Uncharted, Last of Us. What what was the last time, you know, Horizon Zero Dawn, when did they not make a gorgeous-looking first-party title? Oh. Um, but I think we probably won't see this for another four to six years because that's usually about how long it takes to, to build a AAA game. So, Dakota, uh, if, if you're Sony, who has in large part been the, the winner from the last, like, half decade or so in the video game console market, what what is the point of of doing this now um i think sony um has like realized that first party games are what is selling their console like if you're going for you know call of duty or whatever if you're going for a game that comes out on both uh, I'm, I'm just saying microsoft and sony in this instance nintendo's in their own league sure um you know there's no because otherwise a xbox one and a playstation are almost the same pretty close the one thing strikingly yeah, close yeah like true. the differences are super super minimal the biggest difference and i would say like really the only one that matters is their first party games that's right. what's selling their consoles and i think even after watching nintendo have such huge success with all of their first party games um they they've realized that hey this is something, and they've been doing real good with their first-party games. They're already, you know, they're doing awesome. They're coming out with real good ones. They have good ones coming out in the future. Um, they just realize, hey, we have a good thing here. Let's follow, follow Nintendo um, and come out with better first-party games. Let's focus our energy on first-party games. And I think they've also learned from Microsoft, seeing uh, the... Um, uh, yeah, Microsoft. How do you, how do you Microsoft say? tanked it. Yeah, there's. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft. They, they haven't tanked. had any first-party yeah. games since mm-hmm. when? Yeah. 
I mean, the last couple uh, of years have been uh, pretty a desert. Dry. A desert. Does that Cuphead? Count? No, 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 Cuphead totally counts. I'm not saying they have had zero. They've had a couple really good ones on this but gen, like Sunset to... Overdrive. I just think that's their like, most recent one, I believe. Sunset yeah. Overdrive. I forgot about Sunset kind of... Overdrive. God, that uh, was a good game. It was good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like they've realized the, the slack that Microsoft has taken. It was like 2014. I, yeah, it was 2014, 2015, around there. So you said, but... Dakota, that this was uh, maybe a uh, sort of looking at Nintendo and you, you even mentioned Nintendo being sort of in their own league. And I agree with that. So it's time to put your conspiracy hats back on. If you took oh. them off in the first place. Oh no, this is the, this is the conspiracy episode. The <laughs> surprise <laughs> conspiracy within the conspiracy that this was the conspiracy episode all along. Uh, I'm Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to start a new conspiracy. When's the, when's the next conspiracy episode coming out? I think this one was secretly the conspiracy episode. And here's why. <laughs> here's why. So, uh, so, so I think they're saying this because drum roll, please. The Wii U. I am saying that they are they are going out of their way to say this, including Microsoft, because of the Wii U. Now, let me explain. You're probably asking, hey, Ben, the Wii U sold like shit. What are you going on about? You're a crazy old person. You have no idea what you're talking about. I do. Uh, I, I do know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> that, that's not my justification. That's not my justification. <laughs> I'm just leading up to it. I think that Nintendo has done something that nobody else in, in business ever really does. They were on top of the world for a little bit, they hit rock bottom, and now they're back on top of the world. That very, very rarely happens. And Oh yeah. It very rarely happens. And so, I think what Nintendo has proven is that they have a failsafe that these first party exclusives that they want, these first party IPs that people just are so desperate for, Mario, Zelda, whatever, that people, their fans will forgive anything. Their fans will literally forgive anything. Now, imagine you're Microsoft, who has had Halo, Gears. They've had a, a pretty shallow deck of games that people really love. Now, those have gone wrong recently. I mean, Gears of War was pretty well-reviewed. Halo 5, pretty okayly reviewed, but not beloved by fans. And that was kind of it for Microsoft. And now they've been, you know, I think Gears came out like a year and a half ago, I want to say. Um, really? Yeah, I... Or who? I thought it had been a while. I thought it was like 2015 or something. No, I don't think it had been that long. It could be. Regardless, it, it, it has been a little while, and that's kind of my point. And I, I think what Sony is seeing is that fans will stick with your console no matter what if you have, uh, if you have the first-party titles to back it up. And that's, I think that's what all of these companies want. They want... They want your brand loyalty. They want that Nintendo status, dude. Yeah, they do. No, it, 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 people they want they want that loyalty to their brand, and they are probably pretty close to having it. Um, but you know, they, I feel like Sony is close. They have like a very strong uh, like American following that just loves JRPGs because that's that well, to me I mean, that's Sony's thing is the JRPG. So this is another thing that I wanted to talk about, and maybe you know we could dedicate a future episode to to this at at length, but. If you're if you're Sony, who is your mascot right now? Oh, the JRPG, the uh, the anime no. waifu. No, <laughs> it's like it's gotta be something. It's gotta be something close to like. Uh, it's probably Drake, right? Drake. Probably, yeah. 
Um, maybe he had the most recent like every like he was the flagship game when the when the PS4 came out. Okay. The PS3 came out. It was Uncharted three, PS2, Uncharted one and so two. So would you agree that PS1, that's dangerous? That would Would you agree yeah. that, that Drake being their mascot, the guy who they've pretty much said is not going to be returning in any of their future games? Not. I think that's the problem. They they change their mascots so much. Well, I just I don't think they have that IP that failsafe. I just don't yeah. think they have it. And they're like, I think Nintendo this, has had Mario yeah. mm-hmm. for so long. They have Nintendo they have survived Zelda, the Link Wii Zelda. fucking U. The the Wii U and and has come oh, out man. like this. I think I think this is Sony saying, "Hey, we we want we want that failsafe. Uh, who knows if the PS5 will do as well as the PS4? It's hard to predict these things." But but if we have like eight different IPs that people are obsessed with, then they'll stick with us no matter what, right? Yeah, I feel that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think I think and in Nintendo large part. Has... Oh, Nintendo has so much. Nintendo has Metroid. Nintendo has Pokemon. Nintendo has Mario. Nintendo has Zelda. I mean, Fire Emblem. A Fire Emblem. Oh, you could man. probably go like ten deep in terms of how many mascots Nintendo has that are more influential than. It's like and, a Smash Bros. Like that's that's their yeah. hallmark. Like, I mean Mario Kart. Yeah, I mean it, it, it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mario Kart. And now we got Splatoon, which is already up right. there. The squids and yeah. I mean, it, if honestly I'm thinking about Microsoft, they kind of I, I don't want to say lucked out with Halo, but Master Chief is uh, probably a pretty good mascot in terms of yeah. the Master grand scheme of things. Like, but as a character, like his development, oh man, he's. I love the story, Master Chief. I love, I love yeah. Halo. I, so do oh I. man, but. So do I. I almost I almost asked a Master Chief question uh, today, but I I got a couple of really good ones that I wanted to I wanted to throw on the podcast. So. I better get them right. I see. Um, I see. All right. Well, that that was that was good. I, I, I there's only a couple things I really care about. Honestly, I I should just briefly mention that Overwatch got a new character, um, Bridget, and people are all over the place about it. I I read today. That Bridget, people are upset that Bridget looks too much like Mercy. She's obviously a totally different character. She's larger. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, that side. There's a lot of. There's kind of like off. a, a lot of. I don't. Again, I'm saying controversy, but I guess that is it's oh, it is it more is, controversy. Yeah, it is, yeah. And it's not even just a Mercy thing. There's like a whole other thing, and then, it's kind of a whole mess. And there's people who are just like, "Whoa, new character." Woo. Yeah, and I think I, I think at some point Overwatch is probably going to have to make some. I I have seen even this like you can I mean, this see that you can feel the game for a while. I think yeah, and you can you can the... sort of feel the energy dying a little bit. So I something Overwatch within the next couple. I, I would say within this year. I, I don't think we're going to get like a sequel or anything, but we'll get like a. They need some a, kind of just revamp. Yeah, uh, I the, don't know what it is, but the biggest do an thing... arcade edition. I what about, like, an all-new set of heroes? I feel like they need to release heroes more frequently, and that would help a lot. And a, another problem is a lot of people... I would be difficult for them. I think so, too. I think so, too. Balancing all I mean, of that is going to be difficult. But anyway, like just looking at more, like a... Uh, a lot of people, when they first, like, saw Overwatch and got into it, they were kind of brought in by, like, the potential lore and, like, the story, like, the, just the actual world itself of overwatch which is unusual right. for a shooter no they did a great job player shooter mm-hmm. and that's how they drew people in you know people that weren't into shooters that's how they brought them in right. and they've kind of really slacked on that there's and people talk about it all the time how there's tons and tons of inconsistencies from this to this to the like 
from Bridget in the comics and in all of her videos to her actually being released. Because you can right. see her in one comic and she looks like a twig, but then you see her in another one and she's a buff lady. And then you see her now and she her face even looks different now from the cinematic to how she looks in game. And people are tired of these inconsistencies. And then there's like whole other issues with it, but I don't know if that's worth talking about. Well, I mean, I, I think the the point here is that if Overwatch, I I think they kind of did a nice job of with the Overwatch League. I don't know how much you guys watched. I don't. I I think this game's long <laughs> this long term plan has to be probably in esports. So I think balancing more characters might continue to make that difficult, but. I do think they need some sort of revamp. I think that's the right word, but we'll we'll see where they go from here. There's also some interesting things going on uh, with Rainbow Six Siege. Ubisoft has decided to ban players for racist and homophobic hate speech. Um, good on them. Yeah, yeah, I thought this was a good move. I, I don't I, yeah, I, ban I, terrible people. Yeah, yeah that's a good my, move. That's always a good move. In my oh pod, no! In my the pod, Nazi got banned. <laughs> <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my podcast little thing i put is this a good thing and i was like what what the shit was i thinking when i wrote when i wrote that <laughs> were you thinking someone was gonna i play devil's advocate yeah, I, I mean i guess i could bad. maybe play devil's advocate that I, I, I can do it i can do it if you want I'll, I'll be I, your devil's advocate well i know no, i think no, this I, is bad because they're eliminating people's free speech to say whatever ew. the hell they want okay <laughs> okay <laughs> there it is <laughs> I, I remember when i was a kid and i i was playing like halo 3 or whatever online i would say mean shit all the time i don't know if i don't know that anything would have been solved by me being banned necessarily again this is me playing devil's advocate i hold you know i wholly agree that this is the the right thing to do uh but i do i kind of i kind of wonder if maybe there's not a better way of of doing it rather than just outright banning players but you know what i i, I can't oh, even muster em. up a, a devil's Whatever. advocate here yeah I, they're making a better environment for more people to play instead of having to deal with shitheads that are like oh i hate people no <laughs> no get that out of the, get that out of here man yes. you're right you're right you're right um okay so we're gonna break uh to our discussion segment which i'm i'm really excited about today i before we get there though bethesda Ask gamers to uh, quote save the date unquote for June 10th, which is their E3 press conference, which of course sent everybody stirring into what kind of announcements Bethesda would be making uh, at this year's E3. So we're going to talk about what sequel we want to see the most, not necessarily just Bethesda. What sequel do we want to see the most, and what would it look like? Uh, we each will pick three choices, and we'll even give give you guys a title for what our game would be called. So. Uh, we'll do that oh. when we come when we come back. Thank you for listening. See you soon. This episode of the Epilogue Gaming Podcast is brought to you by our Patreon members. If you'd like to subscribe, you can do so for as little as $1 a month. A special shout out to our Platinum and Midnight tier members of February, including Matt Buchanan, Finks the Dragon Slayer, Blister Agent, Bright Wolves, and Drath Josh, who urges you to check out the Epilogue After Dark Podcast later this month. Welcome back, guys. We uh, are going to be doing a little game. We're going to be talking about what sequel we want to see most and what would it look like. We'll even give you the title. We, I think each of us were able to get to three. We we had a little bit of a prolonged break while Dakota thought of uh, thought of some that would um, she'd like to see. But in my defense, I'd like to say I'm a person that doesn't that doesn't mind not having sequels. 
I feel like if a game wraps totally up real fair. nicely in its first game, I'm okay with not having a sequel. Totally fair, like... which is honestly why I didn't include Bloodborne 2. Like, I, I, would, I would still love it, but I just am a kind of okay with that game being left alone. There's sometimes where I'm, I'm, I'm on board, but there are some, some, some games, some franchises that leave a little bit to, uh, you know, to be desired. So I'm gonna go through those. You guys want me to go first, or Marcos? Yes. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Okay, we'll go one by one. My first one is probably obvious, and this I think we're gonna get. I, I think we're gonna get this. A lot of people, you know, with Bethesda asking for gamers to save the date or whatever, were immediately like, "Oh, we're gonna get Elder Scrolls Six. This is finally going to be when they announce it. It's been it's been forever. I've, how many years now? Like seven. It's been years. It, it, it's been it's been a long time. Instead, I can't help instead they're going to spurn everybody and make Fallout New Orleans, uh, which is my my choice, uh, my location of choice for for the next Fallout game. Mostly That'd because be real I, fun. yeah, I, I live New Orleans near New Orleans. I thought the uh, from what I've seen of Far Harbor, I haven't actually played it, but. Everybody has claimed that's the best part about Fallout 4. It would almost make sense in sort of an Assassin's Creed 3 to Assassin's Creed Black Flag kind of way, you know, where they like take the best bits of uh, of the pre. Was it was it three that had the sailing originally, and then it, they three brought it first to first introduced sailing, and I feel like it was to get people's like feet wet to the concept yes, yes. of a mass uh -huh. massive sea adventure. <laughs> and that's that that's where I'm at with Fallout New Orleans. So. Um, I, I, I kind of just, what I want from this game is I want it, I want it to be, to be dreary and I, I want a return to the, the RPG systems of old for Fallout, even if it means Fallout 1 and 2, which I actually think probably have the best RPG mechanics. I just, I just want a good role-playing game from the Fallout universe. So that's what I'm looking for. Uh, Marcos, you go ahead and go second. What, what, uh, what game would you like to see? as a sequel mass effect 4 mass search effect 4 okay give us the full title the search for shepherd the search for shepherd i love this one okay i'm not going to ask you now part of the game is i'm going to ask them to justify one of the three that they're picking i'm not going to ask marcos to justify this one because it doesn't need it give me that game baby i don't even need i don't even need to see a trailer just drop it on me i'll pick it up <sighs> I got I got everything ready. I got the yeah. whole plot line ready. I got a, <laughs> I got a trailer done. You got a trailer done. <laughs> it's basically the retelling of Star Trek Four, uh -huh. The Search for Spock, but okay. with Shepard being recreated with a new world. Ugh, give it to me. <laughs> and you play and you you play as Joker. You fly <laughs> the fuck. Oh, let's go. <laughs> Dakota, what what is one of your uh, three games of choice? My one of my three games is, uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you need God me to God. remind you? You said some of them. <laughs> oh, See, our, I... Outlast three. Outlast three. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna ask you to justify Outlast three to me because Outlast two, frankly, was oh. garbage. <laughs> justify it but that's not the one i wanted no to I'm, I'm sorry you don't get no, to choose i got it i understand i'll help her out i, I got that's not part of the game <laughs> you remember the whistleblower yo the whistleblower too <laughs> that sounds so uh, 
That's like our that's that like our Frogger gross. adventure. Our our take our take three. Oh, Frogger two. Don't take you three. remind me. Don't you remind me about Frogger. Uh. All right. Well, I, I don't no, have I'm, to justify. You seriously have to just you have to justify this one. That's okay. part of the game. <laughs> Go ahead. Um. So, Outlast one I would say is easily one of my favorite horror games. Like agreed. Easy. Yeah. Um, when it came out, I was just obsessed, obsessed, obsessed with it. I and watched... then the DLC made it even better. Yeah, the DLC was just great. But then, you know, Outlast 2 was super hyped, and it had a lot to live up to. And, God, it was like someone took Outlast and then shit on it. <laughs> you know, I'm glad that you agree with me, because it. <laughs> looking back on it, it was actually pretty well acclaimed. Like, not... Really? Yeah, it got like Outlast? sevens and eights. Weird. Yeah, like it was. Outlast was very well. Acclaimed. No, no, no. Outlast two. Outlast oh. two was. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. fact check myself. I'm gonna fact check myself, but continue the justification. I need more. Um, but Outlast two was such a shitstorm. It, to me, like Outlast one had a very, you know, it had a clear story that it told. Um, the game kind of like not everyone's a fan of the hiding you know, and running away mechanics, but you know, it was fun and it wasn't, it didn't feel like too much. You weren't always running from something. You could kind of like take a deep breath and just kind of wander for a bit. Cause there wasn't someone at around every corner waiting to just hunt you down and murder you. You didn't have to worry about, which I thought was just God awful in outlast too. Right. How you had to be hidden all the time and constantly and looking over your shoulder all the time. Like you didn't get a chance to catch your breath. It was always one thing after another. It was just too much. Um, on top of it, I had no idea what was happening at all throughout that whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) I have a very loose understanding, um, through different, like, people that piece it together, and uh, honestly, I couldn't even finish, like, watching a playthrough of someone else play it, because it was just so boring and confusing and lame. There were so many chase sequences, and honestly, honestly, so I just, it had a 76 on Metacritic, which is much too high. I, I I think I remember giving it a four out of ten. I don't know. Did I review it for Epilogue or did I review it for? Uh, I think you. I'm pretty sure you did. I do one. Um, I I think I gave that a four out of ten. And one of the things that is so jarring to me about Outlast Two and the way that it was reviewed is that I seriously believe that people who gave it like I saw a couple hundreds. I don't want to call out the websites, uh, in particular, but like they use the game's crazy and off the walls narrative that does not make any sense as justification for its good scores and it's like like even i would say make any sense at all it didn't i'm not even a fan of evil within but i would say evil within had a better narrative than outlast 2. yeah outlast was a better outlast i got this you know what was a better outlast (laughs) what soma soma was a better yeah it was very good very good um okay we're not Uh, talking about soma i feel i feel almost almost fully justified in outlast 3 i'm almost there what about outlast 3 would be would be so much better and i feel like they could take this huge they could pull a nintendo come back from the wii u okay (laughs) (laughs) the conspiracy Uh, theory podcast (laughs) and they could you know they could be like okay we bonked it this was bad (laughs) This was not good, right. but we had a real good first game. So let's take a step back, find what people liked about that, and try to kind of go back to that. And I can understand maybe in the second game they didn't want to just ride off of the first one's success too much and return to the asylum or kind of a familiar place, you know? 
which I, I can I understand. I thought the setting was okay for Outlast 2. It was the weird, the 90% of the <laughs> gameplay was weird chase sequences. Yeah. It's just like, and there were linear chase sequences. They weren't like Outlast where you could like run around the asylum and hide somewhere and inevitably run into some other spooky thing. It was like, nope, you're running for your life and somebody is chasing your butt. And you have to also yeah. find where you need to go. Yeah, yeah, it's I terrible. I think the fun but part about the me, it's... find you need to go. Uh, what? Oh my God. No, in our one chase sequence specifically, that makes it, it shows you how linear it could be, is that you are given like a literal fork on the road yeah. And you're just supposed to run straight. Oh, like, yeah. It's just, there's just like that one door that's open, and you uh -huh. think, no, nah, there's no way. But no, that's literally where you're supposed to go. <laughs> and the, the, the game would then punish you. If you made the wrong choice, you were dead. You would have to redo yeah. it. It was like I was playing a, a game of like uh, Super Meat Boy or something. Like, <laughs> I don't want this. I don't want this to be my Outlast game. I don't want to have to make these weird choices and have it be a trial and error thing where, you know, I I, think it, it was like a maze. I think the developers misunderstood what people like. Your voice died a little about, bit. I think about. I think they they found they, out people that I was liked... talking bad about the game. <laughs> they cut her. They cut her right off. Oh no! You're good. You're uh -oh. good. I can hear you fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm good now. Yeah. But uh, I feel like the developers just misinterpreted what people liked about the first one, and I think maybe they thought they just they they loved being scared and being chased all the time. You know what? That is a nice little way to tie a bow on this particular justification uh, because it, they it, misinterpreted that. Yeah, they did. And, uh, you know, rounding it back to last week and our talk about what makes a good sequel, Outlast 2 was a bad, bad sequel. They recognized the wrong things that people liked. And I think you're I think you're absolutely right. Uh, I guess I, I guess I'll go ahead and make my next prediction. Uh, this isn't a prediction. This is just what I want to see. There, I know why no, I'm actually predicting this. I don't want to get anybody's hopes up. <laughs> um, Portal Three, Portal Three, just Portal Three. Oh. No, no extenuating title. Uh, I, I won't bother with a justification. I think everybody wants to see a Portal Three. The first two are just so good. And I'm surprised you didn't say Pokemon Snap too. I, you know, <laughs> I didn't Have think you given about up? that. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so excited. But no, Portal 3, I that's a win-win. I'll take Portal 3 or Pokemon Snap 2. But uh yeah, Portal Really? Portal you would put them on the same pedestal? Yes. Portal 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. I wouldn't do that. What so wait, you which, don't like which Portal? one are you which one are you saying? <laughs> I don't like Portal. That's me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he just don't like puzzles. He don't, don't like thinking. Yeah, don't give me that. Like, oh my god, how dare you? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing no, that. I, no, <laughs> no. You. I heard the disgust when you said it. No, how no, no, dare no. You? The disgust comes from you saying that I can't compare Portal to Pokemon fucking Snap. You can't. <laughs> you're, you're like you fucking robot. You're trying Honestly, to do shit with like Portal. To me, they're I'm not comparing the two games. You're taking, but, you just said no. No, like, fuck, no in terms of no, how good. I, Oh yikes! <laughs> In terms of how good they are, <laughs> I'm comparing them that way. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Carry on. I don't want your damn. There's excuse. a there, there's a picture mode in in Portal Two, I think. Is that <sighs> there's a picture mode in every game. Look at Mario Odyssey. Oh, Pokemon Snap Two. Mario. No, 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 no. Get out. Pokemon of here. Snap Two is just is just glorified camera mode. <laughs> Pokemon Snap Two is Pokemon, Pokemon Go screenshots. Let's go. <laughs> Got it. <clears throat> All right, so I guess we just covered Marcos's second game. 
dare you? <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. What's what's your second second sequel you'd like to see? Give me Naruto Ninja Storm, like Ultimate Ninja Storm. Are you but serious? It, but no, wow, Marco's really taking a beating on this podcast <laughs> today. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, make God. it an developed fighting game. Take mm-hmm. away from all of Bamco's 3D fighters with all their little run around with the arms flying back. Now give me that 2D goodness. Arcs has showed off that they can do some great shit with their anime fighters with their Dragon Ball Fighters game. Give me a Naruto game like that. Okay. Do that right. for me. I feel justified. Smell like hot cakes. I, I hot. feel justified. I, I know people love their Naruto. Uh, Dakota, what is second Wait, up? Can't, oh God! What? Now I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I was gonna say, man, they they should make a a Naruto sequel, except instead of it, whatever Naruto he's talking about, make it Boruto, his kid. <laughs> oh, they already <laughs> have the, that. Oh well, man, my idea has been stolen. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> the perfect sequel. Anyway, I think it's like Boruto wrote to Shinobi, something like that. Yikes. Yikes. Alright, Dakota, second second game. Second sequel. Okay. Can I can I please justify it? No. Can I justify you don't get game? to justify it. I, I if, if I feel like you need to justify it, I'll 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 say something. I want a Shadow of the Colossus sequel, but not a sequel, a prequel that's a sequel. What? Conspiracy Ico- theory episode. <laughs> <laughs> Are it's, you asking for Ico no, no, too? No, I, I, I'm actually. No, I, 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 no, I don't not want Ico. Ico. I want a prequel. Like it comes out after Shadow of the Colossus, so it's like, oh, sequel? Question mark? No, it's a prequel to Shadow of the Colossus. Because you can't but really have a sequel to Shadow of the Colossus. It's oh, done. I think right? I know. I know how. No, I know how it goes. I got. I already got the entire plot. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Just. I, I, don't like want, to... I don't need a ton of justification for this, but just give me a little. Give me like the. Uh, what do they? What do they call it in film? Uh, whatever the the elevator pitch yeah that's what it is the thing that brings you up yeah yeah like the you ha, you know you you meet the the publisher in an elevator and like hey i have this great idea for shadow colossus oh okay sequel okay. here's my pitch so give me that okay. give me that pitch you've got so, like three stories worth of pitch time okay shadow shadow of the colossus <laughs> except you go back Back before all that shit happened, okay? Back okay. before even this place was the Forbidden World. I want to see how it became the Forbidden, uh, like a Forbidden Place. Ah, Done. got That's you. It. Okay, so what's that game look like, just from a gameplay perspective? Um, for me, oh, I feel like you'd, it'd be a kind of like a Civil War kind of a thing. Civil um, War? You have, not like a Civil War, but you have two opposing sides. Okay. Um, obviously, you have the people that want to leave this forbidden place who are uh you know the people that we follow in shadow of the colossus who see it as a forbidden place right um then you have the people who live who are there and they're happy being there and there's also these giant monsters that kind of just are guardians for them but at, i don't oh now i have like i'm thinking too fast i gotta no, slow down you justified justified i i i'll i'll cut you off here just so i feel yeah, fully okay. justified i you like the it? idea i like the Good. idea it needs a little tinkering, but I feel justified. It was very minimal. The, I was trying to keep it short. The sequel is a go. The sequel is a go. I'm the publisher, if, and the sequel is a go. What if you play the sequel prequel as Dorman? Oh, I thought about that too. Yeah, that was one That'd of the things. That'd be kind of cool. It's just from it. It's it would be so complex from a the perspective of like what the gameplay would look like 
That's just that's where I'm hung yeah, up. Yeah, but... especially when where um Team Ico kind of has like unique gameplay. Right. In that aspect in their games. Mm -hmm. Um so how do it'd you be hard that? to imagine like a civil war type of a game where it's right. two opposing sides when they're not huge like they're they're there's not real combat. There's yeah. just violence. There's like you just kind of yeah. stab or do you know? Right. It'd be um, hard. Okay, so. But the idea is there. Yeah, I like the idea. It's it's justified so far. I think all three, all all of our choices are justified. My last one is Bioshock Rapture. So I think that a Bioshock game is probably already on the way. Unfortunately, I do not think that we're going to be getting the one that I want. What I really, really badly want is, and again, you know, we'll call this a, a sequel, but it's probably a prequel. We, you know, with Infinite, we learned about all these different timelines in the Bioshock universe, so we have no idea what is a prequel and sequel. But I think I'd love to see what Rapture looked like as it was collapsing on itself. Like, who, who were the characters involved in that happening, and what did that look like? Um, I think just the pre-dystopian rapture would be interesting. Sort of the rapture when it when its success levels were at an all-time high, and then the slow burn of it just kind of crashing to what we end up seeing by the time we get to Bioshock One. So that for me, that that's what, and I I could almost see this being like honestly, my ideal Bioshock sequel is a less violent version of the three that we've had. I just. I, That'd be I don't, nice. I don't, need, I don't know if it needs to be like a collectathon. You know what I'd honestly love is oh, a Bioshock God. RPG of some kind. Like I know they're already kind That'd of RPGs, be nice. but it, like imagine this: you're 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 a character, and instead of instead because we have all these timelines, we can literally do whatever we want. We we have a character that has all of these different Undertale like endings available to them, and the only thing that really matters is the way that we handle speech and conversation and that's sort of our combat mechanic is like what we cho what what choices do we make along the way that lead to either rapture becoming what it is or like perhaps a saving rapture and it turning into this infinite like universe you know like the the utopia not that it really you know infinite really is a a utopia but i think you understand what i'm saying i would really i really like a non-violent biotrack i guess That'd be nice. I'd be rolling to that. Yeah. Um, so you uh, guys, mostly because that's justified? what kills me about Bioshock. Yeah, I feel justified. Yeah, I think that's justified. cool. Okay. All right. Um, Marcos, go ahead and give us your last remaining sequel. Give me a true sequel to Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger? Okay. Justify it. I don't want to spoil the ending, but uh, well, there are like nine different endings. Well, okay. Yeah, but the Chrono series is old. The Chrono series is old. Yeah. You gotta justify the, the hell out of it to bring it back. Is old. It can't just be. Everybody the wants right? it. Everybody wants. Well, I I it's don't want it. I've never played name. the Chrono series. You never played it. That's why I you know. don't want well, it. Well, okay. I'm listen. I'm in terms of those kinds of games. They they happened before I started playing. So probably the same for Dakota, if I imagine uh, correctly. Uh, I'm younger so, than all of you, so well, yes. I, yes, but like in terms of when we started playing games. So time travel, man. That series did time travel the best. There is no game that ever amounted to how well they portrayed time travel and how it affected the world. So give me a true sequel to one of the endings in Chrono Trigger in which you continue as Chrono. Okay. Finish that story where you get to make it through, and 
there are various areas you can go to with various timelines. You can go to the BC, you can go to the far future. I want to see them continue the far future point after, like, imagine if Lavos actually won and permanently ruined the Earth. I want to see that continue. So what's a what's a Chrono Trigger sequels gameplay look like? RPG. Just give me that nice RPG. RPG? Is it the same kind of top-down turn-based? Well, it, it's weird. Chrono Trigger was more speed then. It was a it was a change in the whole JRPG thing. It was no longer turn based. It went by character speeds. Okay. All right. So and, is that uh, if we're just gonna we're gonna stay classic? We don't need to change anything up. No, uh, I don't. I don't need anything too different. They did JRPGs. I don't. I don't feel just. Maybe it's because I don't know much about the Chrono series. I don't feel fully justified yet. I I need. It's the single. I need a hook. I need a hook. It can't just be ever? a. It can't be just the you narrative. Need a hook? Time travel, man. <laughs> That's the hook. <laughs> but no, no, no. I can't just hear time travel. I got. I got to know what. What about this game is gonna make it better from anything else that I can play? The way that your actions change, like the future. The way that everything you do in the past will affect the future. Ooh, so kind of like a Life is Strange, uh, JRPG. Ew! Don't even don't solely the name Life is Strange. <laughs> Ew! How dare you? Life is Strange. Why do you, wish why do you dislike good games? Off. I don't dislike good games. I dislike games that try and do what it can't. That's what I think. Okay. Ooh, All right. Hot takes. I also All don't right. like those uh, those weird ass um, what are they? Those Telltale like things. I don't like that. Those games I, are hella I good. Like, I like gameplay. I don't like talking. Bad. <laughs> Bad that. opinion. I'll, 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 Time I'll to kick him out. <laughs> All the same, justified. Uh, I I really don't think you need to do much to get people excited about a Chrono. Like I'm I'm obviously playing Devil's Advocate, but. You're, you're, yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Hack him. Hack him. Hack him. Marcus wasn't ready to justify Dakota brought her justifications, man. You, How dare you? You forced them out did, of her. You didn't think I would ask you to justify a Chrono series, did you? No one. No, no they, I was expecting it. I just didn't think you would take. You wouldn't take such like oh time travel. We don't do it. Like it doesn't. No. What's wrong with you? This game perfected time travel in a video game it did the great oh heck hack them i don't need this i don't hack need them. your sass hack them okay yeah dakota <laughs> what is your last your last sequel <laughs> i'm gonna be totally honest yeah i still can't remember you, I, you said one. one you said one I, you said elder scrolls you're oh. gonna do an elder scrolls game wow thank you yeah. But now I, I, I thought of a new one. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and, and it's not even a sequel. I just really want a, a new Fatal Frame game. Uh, oh, okay. I mean, it could be a sequel. It could be a sequel. It could not be a sequel. Do I don't care. I want Fatal Frame. Okay. I've never played it. All the old, all of them are for freaking PS2, so you can't even find a good gameplay of them because it all looks god awful. Well, one yeah. of them was, the most recent one was on the Wii U. Okay, no one played Wii U. There was also one on We've the been 3DS through this every episode, Marcus. She said the last one was on the PS2, and I just want to say that's wrong. Hey. I'm just telling you, no one owned a Wii U, so it might as well not have existed. We're glad to have you as a fact checker, though. Uh, my God. But, uh, <laughs> okay, let's... Just, just give me Fatal Frame. Yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's fair. I feel that's like in a, in, in, a, in a society... <laughs> in a in a video game society where horror has run dry, uh, Fatal Frame it has unique mechanics 
uh, that I feel like could really uh, revitalize it. I feel like it's yeah. a lot of people would enjoy yeah, it, even people who have never heard of the series. Okay. It has a, in a horror game. <laughs> uh, it's pretty much Outlast, but better. There we go. Just make Outlast and Fatal Frame the same. What? Boom. Bingo. Both the camera. You know what? Take it. Yeah, Just hunt isn't like fatal frame one of their big things that like you can take panty shots and shit like that's like that was their kill, hook back in the day you kill what i would understand is i know you could like kill the ghosts with because that's what you're doing is just ghost yeah, hunting. you're taking snapshots with the ghost but you'd kill them you could kill them with the camera or, or like get rid of them with the as you took pictures yeah because you don't really kill them you just basically clear them out of the way because they'll always yeah. be there and you, and you have to wait until they, or whatever uh, yeah it's a weird ass camera but yeah, you play so, as a pair of girls, and you uh, you're, you're basically schoolgirls in a haunted area, and you take pictures. That yeah, seems like an odd premise, but I've already asked Dakota to justify. So, uh, <laughs> did you on. say you know? Wait, wait, hold up, hold up. Did you say you know what, Marcos? I don't, I don't think you're no, well acclaimed number wait, one wait, RPG. Wait, 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 understand? But this game that I never even understood listen, until what, five like, seconds ago, I was like, you know what? I'll honest, take it. Let's go. I, 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 the part of the game was that I could only ask you guys to justify one of them. So I honestly, your Mass Effect Four won me over. Your Naruto won me over. I had to. I had to ask. It was part of the game. It was part of the game. I'm hurt. I I, I wish to. I had asked for a justification for Fatal Frame, but I used it up already. I was I was all dried out. <laughs> like, honestly, sorry, I feel Marcos. like Fatal, the Fatal Frame justification would go hand in hand with Outlast Two. Just make Outlast Two, except add ghosts. Fatal fucking Frame. Okay. Done. All right, well, let's get to our question. Uh, this was sent in b by somebody, but I did not write it down. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you get a free game, so uh, if you hear your question... You get a free like, game. And you're like, hey, man, that, that was me. Don't take credit for my question. I won't. This is a good question. Um, <laughs> and uh, I think... Dakota, you're winning, correct? So Marcos is going to go no. for No? No, I'm winning. Marcos <laughs> is winning. By one so point? he's... Yeah, I think so, probably. That's okay. how it always yeah, is. Okay, always, right. always, yeah. So Marcos will go first here. Uh, which of the... So this is kind of kind of related, tangentially related to our sequel question, but which of the following was a canceled title? Oh, excuse me, excuse me. A canceled sequel uh, for the Nintendo GameCube. Was it A, Donkey Kong Racing? Was it B, James Bond, Goldeneye Reloaded? Was it C, Super Mario Bros. 4? Was it D, FIFA World Cup 2012? Marcos. Uh, the GoldenEye game. The GoldenEye game. So Marcos chooses James Bond, GoldenEye Reloaded. So again, Dakota, which of the following games was a canceled title from the Nintendo GameCube? Was it A, Donkey Kong Racing? Was it B, James Bond, GoldenEye Reloaded? Was it C, Super Mario Bros. 4, or was it D, FIFA World Cup 2012? Mm. I'm, I'm going to go with James Bond 2. Both James Bond? I can't imagine them canceling a Mario game, Donkey Kong, whatever. I don't care about Donkey Kong. I don't even think about it. <laughs> then FIFA. People like FIFA. People like soccer. People play that. Who's gonna play James Bond? Not I think me. you guys are missing a key part to the to the FIFA question. Now, I'm locking in the answers, by the way. Locking in the answers. Uh, FIFA World Cup 2012. 2012. Oh. 
Well, was guess game, I'm stupid. Was the GameCube still a thing in 2012? No, it, it was not. It that was, was like Brazil. the death of the Wii. It was in Brazil. How many times do we have to go over that this? Was the big, that was the biggest reason why I didn't pick like, a FIFA game. Because I figured, no way, the Wii is already out there. It, well, Tackle. that's not the right Fake answer news. anyway. That's not the right answer anyway. Oh, okay. The right answer was, A, Donkey Kong Racing. They were going to make a what? Donkey Kong Racing game. Yeah. What? Yeah. God damn it. That's I don't true. even think about Donkey Kong. Uh, Diddy Kong one time Racing I don't... was one a time. game on the N64, and Donkey Kong Racing was the canceled sequel on the GameCube. Donkey Kong Barrel Blasts. Mm, mm, I just uh, don't like Donkey Kong. I refuse to acknowledge it. You actually, like his ass. I actually have... His, ass is, his a... ass is too plump, and it makes me uncomfortable. So it, it, <laughs> this was actually supposed to be a uh, a sequel to Diddy Kong Racing, and it was... So this is according to the uh, to the Nintendo Wiki. The game was first announced at E3 20, uh, 2001 with a pre-rendered trailer showing the game's concept. However, the trailer and press release, which stated the game was set for release in 2012, made in anticipation of Space World 2001, ended up being the only public media shown for the game as Rare was purchased by Microsoft in 2002, Rip. which caused the company to lose the rights to the Donkey Kong franchise characters. Wow! Before the game's completion. I had no idea. I would not. So Nintendo doesn't own Donkey Kong. I do. Uh, I think Retro Studios do their games now, and Nintendo picks up those games because now they're I doing. Think... They started the Donkey Kong Returns series, and all of them have been on the Nintendo consoles. I could be wrong, so I think what the Wikipedia refers is to the company losing rights to the Donkey Kong franchise's characters. It means Rare. So I, I I'm guessing that Rare was developing a game, and then they got bought out and could no longer make that game. I see. That makes sense. That makes sense, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Nintendo got them, I guess. I actually Retro have now does the... I have a little bonus question for you guys today. Uh oh, no. a little bonus question. This one this one is uh something that um I, I thought was worth asking. I, I saw a yo, know, I forget if it was a film. I think it was. I was watching the movie Date Night this this week. Oh no! You guys see date? Not not date night. Not date night. What am I talking about? Game night. The one with Jason Bateman oh. and Rachel McAdams. It just came out. It was okay. It was, I have it was, not. I haven't seen that one. I do like Jason Bateman though. He's funny. Yeah, it was pretty fun. There's some good board game references and stuff like that. If that's your thing. Um, they mentioned Teletubbies. <laughs> they some mentioned... good board game references. <laughs> yeah, there were. Hey man, people like people play I, the Teletubbies. I like board games. I yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, they mentioned Teletubbies, and that got me wondering. I wonder if Teletubbies ever has made a video game. <laughs> no, I don't want this question so, anymore. So, <laughs> oh. I just want to ask you guys: Has there ever been a Teletubbies video game? Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. I'm Marco gonna say yes because yes. I had a Sesame Street game when I was like very young on the Game Boy. Only can drop like the original Game Boy Color. Same. So I'm gonna say yeah. So we got two yeses. Both of you would be sadly correct. Uh, there was a game yeah. called Play with the Teletubbies in August. It released August eighth, two thousand. There was only two uh, reviews published. One was by PlayStation Magazine, which gave the game a one out of ten. But I found <laughs> <laughs> I found the uh, the Game Facts uh, review, which gave it a two out of ten, to be much more interesting. Wow. They said, and this is in their review, the only way to make it better is to make the tubbies actually respond to fully pressing the analog stick one way to run instead of just taking it as a suggestion to walk slowly. So apparently the Teletubbies would walk very slowly. They then went on to praise the game 
for its glorious graphics and excellent soundtrack. Two out of Honestly, ten. Honestly, <laughs> two out of ten. <laughs> back then, when like video games were kind of coming into their own, they made yeah. a game out of everything. You know, I had a Finding Nemo game for the GameCube. I had Shrek. <laughs> yeah. I had, I there. They had a lot of games. They made everything into a game. If it didn't have a game, it wasn't cool. I also wanted to, just because I found this interesting, and they don't do this anymore, but on the cover of, uh, you know, the play, play with the Teletubbies or whatever, it, it says recommended from ages one to four. One to four. Oh. I, well, I thought that was interesting. I don't know why. One, eight, from ages one to four. Teletubbies trying Yo, to brainwash man. them young. Yeah. That, those are the kids that beat Dark Souls in the first try. Yeah, we always joke about that. Oh, good <laughs> stuff. So, uh, Marcos remains one ahead. You guys got to stop picking the, the same answers all the time. <laughs> what am I supposed to say? the ones that made sense. <laughs> uh, How dare you? Uh, but good, good job, again, on holding the lead, Marcos. We're like, we're like a fourth of the way through the year. I'm going to give one of you guys a trophy at the end. At the end of this year, we're, one of you guys is getting a trophy. For a fourth of the way through the year. Yeah. I can't wait to show up. Right? I'm not, is my math wrong? Is Justin... No, it was just a weird thing in my head. Last time we had him on. <laughs> uh, yeah, he didn't even get the Pokemon question right. I don't want... I, I don't really? Think, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember. I forgot about that. Anyway, that'll do it for us this week. Um, I, I did want to remind everybody that for just $1, you can find us on patreon.com slash epiloggaming. And you can get a series of benefits, including including being able to send us questions, uh, whether on the podcast or... Check out uh, the Lowest Brow podcast featuring me and two other fabulous people. That's right. The Epilogue After Dark, I believe it's called. Uh, yeah, yeah so. After Dark. I, um, I don't really know the name. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'll be fully transparent with you guys. We are looking for, for uh, further Patreon visibility and it really helps if even just for a dollar or whatever that you subscribe to our podcast it would really show uh you know mean a lot to all of us but as always we'll be back next week entirely for free for for your guys viewing displeasure or or whatever uh, no, man, they love on me. next week's conspiracy theory we're actually going to oh. do the conspiracy theory episode there's no next way week. Yeah. that sounds fun yeah it's going to be fun we're going to come up with My our favorite of a video week. game conspiracy theories yeah what are we doing next week uh, and something else that I've, I've gotten kind of feedback on this, and I would love to hear from more people. Um, people are, seem are they to... trying to fire me? No, they're not trying to fire, yeah. fire any of us. Um, they did. I have gotten some responses that really enjoy our discussion in video game uh, quiz segments. And I kind of wonder if us doing the news, it, we might be better off having more discussion and less news. Especially because... Everybody it's been else slow does. news anyway. Yeah, it's been slow news, and we tend to have more fun with everything else. So I don't know if that's something you guys would like to see. Let us know. Um, of course, for next week and the foreseeable future, we'll continue doing our news stuff. So um, if it's something you'd prefer to, you know, maybe expand a little bit on the discussion segment and or quiz show, and you know, cut down on the news stuff. Just, you can get the news from wherever. I still like giving our takes on it, but you know, we. I think it depends on the news. Like, if we're trying to force different news seg things that come out that we don't really care about, we shouldn't really talk about We would about never it. force news segments ever. Like, we would never talk about the fact that Sony released a new shoe. 
Or... You think I care about Sony? <laughs> I care about those shoes, man. Those things were fly. I was just kidding. <laughs> I cared about them too. Um, like the Dragon yeah. Ball shoes. Somebody buy them for me. Oh, okay. Well, you guys yeah. know where to find Marcos if you want to buy him a pair of shoes. Yeah. Twitter, Marcos Carmona. The yeah. Cute one. Uh, Dakota, yeah. where can we find you? Uh, uh, at the Empress. There's a three in there somewhere on Twitter. I'll and it out. on. Yeah, you got to figure out where the three is. It's 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 the conspiracy. Yeah. Part, it's, it's part of the podcast conspiracy. It, there, that's always been Does there. Does the Empress really exist at all? <laughs> uh, and then on twitch.tv slash spygina. Yeah, where you're re- recently affiliated. Yeah, recently affiliated. Yeah. Um, Start paying me money. You you could do that. <laughs> Start paying me money. Um. Anyway, I think that'll do it for us this week. Oh, I, I should say that you can find me on epiloggaming.com this week. I'll be publishing probably the most illustrious I, I shouldn't say it like this that sounds braggy i'm going to be pu- publishing probably the largest piece i've done on epilogue and it's called uh video games as art and visualizing the narrative it's an argument against one of my favorite film critics roger ebert who said that video games can never be art so i i take i take his arguments head for head and uh see what i can do and then obviously i announced a project i think i announced this last week on the podcast that i'll be working on called visualizing the narrative which will be talking about games and uh, how they tell stories through through imagery. So you can, you know, of all places, find us on there. We actually are under a new social media manager, so you can't find me on Epilogue Games anymore. But you can still, if you really like my tweets, find me at Bad News Ben. Uh, or no, is, is it Bad News Ben? Dude, uh, I don't know. It's Benjamin, Benjamin Plays. You little Benjamin shit. Plays. Just yeah. Remember your own tag. I know. I I need to change it. You just gotta. You just gotta come up with a good line, like like me and me and Marcos. Yeah, it's yeah. true. That'll do it for us this week. Uh, for Dakota and Marcos, I'm Ben. It's been wonderful having you. See you guys next week. Later. Or has it been? <laughs> Conspiracy theory. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm really, I'm really not digging that 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 the conspiracy. Oh, I'm like, so what? ready. <laughs> Get ready for me to lead the podcast next week.